Hey people, welcome to Always Wondered About That. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Fancy rhyme. She wasn't guilty and still the rhyme. 127 years later and no answers, no suspects. So I ask you, could Lizzie actually be a murderer? Have you always wondered about that? I did. Let me tell you about it. Okay, I want to say I can go either way with this. She might have done it, she might have not have done it. The murders happened in 1893. It was a public sensation. A murder, a public sensation. What's wrong with the public? Lizzie was 32 years old and her sister Emma was 41. She was considered that word they call older women that aren't married. I hate that word. Her dad was rich and wanted to stay that way, so he didn't spend money excessively, not even on plumbing and electricity in the house. But Lizzie wanted a fancy life, so get a damn job. You know how your dad is with money. Go make your own money. No one likes a freeloader. The stepmother and Lizzie didn't get along. That's not unusual. Did she get along with Emma? No one ever mentioned that. So they believe all this happened for money. Lizzie wanted to be rich and she wanted her father's money. 30 whacks for some inheritance with the possible chance of spending your life in prison or being executed, not buying it. That money would have done her no good in prison or dead. If it was the money, why just kill mom and dad? Why not her sister too? To make sure she got it all. Back then, with the lack of forensics and all, things must have been hard to investigate, especially when there is no blood on the suspect in a gruesome hacking. It's the no blood on her or around. That really gets me about this case. A drop of blood, a speck on her shirt, that's all. People came to the house after the murders and didn't see a blood trail of any kind. You ask two people and a small speck of blood gets on you? How could that be explained away? Ever see the TV show Angel? Well, Wesley answered the how. She wasn't wearing any clothes. They did find bloody clothes, but she blamed it on Aunt Flo. No one ever bothered to check those clothes. I can't explain where the blood trail went or how there was time to clean it up. But if she did axe hatchet them, I'm thinking that takes a lot of energy out of a person. A giant axe, even a small hatchet, a little lady, all those wax. Get an axe and swing it at a tree ten times and see how your arms feel. See how much energy that takes. But she did that twice. My question is, did the investigators notice if her arms were tired? As in, was she using them like normal or was she favoring them? All that swinging would have tired her out. Was she sweaty, disheveled? What about her shoes? Did they check her shoes or her feet? All that rage in each hit, that damp axe or hatchet, would have been getting stuck and she would need to exert a lot of energy to remove it. Maybe even having to use her knee or her foot to get the blade out after each hit to hit again, I would think. The gruesomeness of the crime, the strength needed to commit this type of crime, no physical evidence tying her to the case, yet she was arrested and tried. I don't get it. Wouldn't this be considered the type of crime a man would commit? The two hatchets and two axes were given to the police, and a doctor looked for blood on either of them and didn't find any. Her alibi wasn't good enough for investigators. They considered her as having no credible alibi. I don't see how she couldn't be in the barn. Why couldn't she be in the barn? What prevented her from being in the barn? Please tell me. For that matter, Bridget couldn't be upstairs in bed sick. Lizzie couldn't be in the barn. Bridget couldn't be in bed sick. Where was her alibi saying she was in bed? She was her alibi to say she was in bed. She was her own alibi, but Lizzie couldn't be her own alibi? Why not? No answer to that one, right? Needless to say, I hate that. A suspect with no alibi doesn't make the person guilty. According to the law, cops, whoever, you did it because you have no family, friends, or anyone that can say you were here at this time on this day. That's not right. I'm not saying someone broke in and did it. 
There is no way someone broke in and did that. The killer had to be Bridget, Lizzie, or Emma. But I think the issue with the police was Lizzie found the both of them. Plus, she didn't cry. So what? She didn't cry. She could have been in shock. How could anyone tell a person how to grieve? It took me days to cry when my father died. Days. After the murders, Lizzie did claim her father had personal and professional issues with people that could have killed them. No private or professional dispute would have led to someone doing that. Killing, maybe, but bludgeoning? No way. She made herself look good in court, feigning and all, but come on. I'm not saying she was guilty, but the feigning was overly dramatic. She looked bad when someone mentioned she tried to buy acid. I can't say yes, that did happen, and I can't say no, that didn't happen. But small town, people want to be involved with all that happens there. A drugstore clerk refused to sell it to her. Why? Why would he refuse a sale? What was so suspicious about her wanting to buy acid before the murders happened? That's why I'm not buying that story. Abby was killed first. Of course she was. She was awake. Andrew was asleep. Abby would have heard the commotion and caught the killer with Andrew. If it was someone that broke in, they would have killed Andrew first, not knowing Abby was upstairs. Okay, I'm going to ask a question. It's bothering me. How does anyone know for a fact Emma didn't come home, unknown to all, and did it? Lizzie was in the barn. Bridget was upstairs sick. Dad was asleep. Stepmom was upstairs. She walks in, attacks Abby, and then Andrew and walks out. No one was there to alibi Lizzie and Bridget. That means no one was there to say if Emma was there or not, right? Did they get an alibi that Emma was actually away? I mean, the whole time she wasn't home. I didn't read that. They just said she was away visiting friends 15 miles away. What friends were they spoken to? Were they always with her 24-7? They always knew her whereabouts. Does she have a constant alibi for the whole time she was gone? I'm thinking no. Then no one can honestly say it wasn't Emma. I think if it was Lizzie's greed that led to the murders, she would have done it with Emma around. She would have wanted all that money. I think it was Emma. Her mother damned her to take care of her younger sister, meaning she couldn't leave, get married, or have a life of her own because Lizzie wasn't going anywhere. She knew Lizzie would be a suspect, the arguing, the disagreements, the fact she hated her stepmother. She thought Lizzie would go to jail for life or be executed. I'm not sure she really thought she would get a not guilty verdict. But there's a hole in that story. Emma and Lizzie lived together after the murders. Emma did eventually move out, but the two died within a week of each other, so Emma wasn't trying to get out from under. In the end, they both got their father's money. Or was the inheritance the end game all along? Feels like strangers on a train, doesn't it? Wait, could they have been in on it together? Or what if it goes deeper than money? Maybe we got this all wrong. That kind of rage, that many whacks. What if the issue was abuse? What if daddy was abusing both of them? Not saying it happened, but that kind of rage goes way beyond money. Let's say Lizzie was in the barn, which she probably was. Emma came home, killed them, and left. Lizzie found them. That's why no blood on Lizzie. I think Emma was just as greedy as Lizzie, only she wasn't as vocal. It was Emma who brought the 14-room house with the servants after the murder, not Lizzie. But ask yourself this question. What happened to Bridget? Where did she go after all this happened? No one ever mentioned her again. Either Emma did it to frame Lizzie, or Lizzie and Emma were working together to do it. Either way, I believe Emma was the killer, but Lizzie earned the moniker of murderer. What do you think? Was it a stranger? Was it Lizzie? Or was it Emma? Well, anyway, now you know one thing you've always wondered about. Hope you come back for more. Talk to you soon. Bye.